Welcome to the Whole Food Healing Clinic podcast. I'm Brittany Darling, nutritionist, herbalist, mum of two, and I'm currently completing my master's in human nutrition. The aim of this podcast is to share with you our behind the scenes clinic banter, research insights, and candid chats with health professionals, including my beautiful clinic assistant, Holly Arnold, and other interesting real life people. I hope to offer healthcare professionals clinical pearls, and for those non-healthcare professionals, I hope to help you get your hands on some easy to digest, no pun intended, evidence-based, non-biased health info so you can live your best life. Hi, Brittany. How are you? Good. How are you? Yeah, I'm great. Thank you. So I just thought we should jump in and discuss this that um, blog that we posted last week, which was all about um, coconut oil and how it could be contributing to leaky gut. And it got such an overwhelming response, particularly on Instagram. There are a lot of people, I think, that went, oh, my God, like the penny kind of dropped. And coconut oil has been sort of put on this pedestal for some time as being a, um, a health food potentially. And obviously we know that it's high in saturated fats and there's lots of data linking it to adverse health outcomes as well so this was an interesting angle the fact that it could potentially um, be making leaky gut worse or even causing leaky gut because a lot of people reach out to coconut oil particularly when they're on um, you know gut uh, improving diets or paleo style diets where people think that they're going to be able to fix their gut issues by doing this kind of dietary um, yeah therapy yeah so yeah, yeah. What- what, well, what I, did you find when you were researching Holly? Well, I think the first thing that I found really, really interesting that was actually when I went on and started, you kind of gave me the topic to go ahead and researching it. As soon I put in just coconut oil and leaky gut, first of all, to see what came up. And the overwhelming response that came back to me was how coconut oil is beneficial for leaky gut. So I was like, okay, where are we going here? What am I going to find? And then when I actually started delving into the research papers, there's not... Um, a vast, there's not a huge amount of research out there, but the research that we have got at the moment is actually really interesting. And a lot of it makes sense when you start to read through the information and think about what we know about the microbiome already and certain toxins and things like that and how they react. So it was it was a really interesting thing for me to look at. And actually, when you look at the information, it really does make a lot of sense <laughs> when you kind of um, when you piece through it all. But um, yeah, some really, really interesting information there to, for us to think about. Um, and I think, as you said before, definitely important to consider when people are diving into these new dietary regimes and they're going for things like coconut oil because it's been advertised and marketed to all of us as a healthier option. Um, it's definitely not the be all and end all. And we probably shouldn't be abusing it based on the research that um, that we've seen and we talked about in the blog. Yeah. And one thing that I did pull out from all of this, which was interesting, because I thought that MCT or the medium chain triglycerides would have been the offending fats. However, it was that it was the long chain triglycerides that were the ones that were linked with um, causing leaky gut syndrome. Is that yeah. right? Yeah, that's correct. So there was some information on the medium chain triglycerides as well. From my understanding of it and the research that was available and that we looked through and, and kind of analysed, there was still some effects from the medium chain triglycerides, specifically if people were kind of abusing them with high amounts of MCT and things like that. However, coconut oil was much worse for what we we're looking at in terms of leaky gut. So it's not saying that it's just the long chain triglycerides, 
but they're definitely in this instance the one that's contributing to that picture of leaky gut a lot more than the mct um style products yeah and so when when we talk about um toxins and endotoxins basically from what i read was that it's the lipopolysaccharides which is what the sort of bad bacteria if you want to call them um produce and that these um long chain um triglycerides are helping these bacterial endotoxins or the lipopolysaccharides to bypass the gut wall and to get in the systemic circulation and this is certainly something that we see in um, disease states like alzheimer's disease in particular, there's a lot of research around lipopolysaccharides in Alzheimer's, as well as other neurological conditions. So again, linking the gut to the brain um, mm. and chronic disease, which is interesting. Yeah, I think it's um, it's really interesting because it was kind of like a, a, a two a two way action in terms of how it was working based on the research. So we've got that additional information where we're starting to learn now that these long chain triglycerides actually are uh, affecting the tight junctions so that's kind of like our barrier between what's happening in our digestive tract and what's going on in the rest of the body so we've got that first of all where we're starting to see those fats affecting that barrier and then the second thing as you touched on just before is that those lipopolysaccharides which are also referred to as LPS so some people might have heard of that term before they're actually pro-inflammatory markers so when we've got that coconut oil which has antimicrobial and antibacterial activity going in um, it, they're breaking down um, these gram-negative bacteria in the gut and when that bacteria dies LPS is released into the gut and that's where it's being pro in, pro-inflammatory and um, so when we see you know when we we do our gut testing with microber and things like that if anyone's results came back with kind of high LPS so those lipopolysaccharides we would be advising them in terms of decreasing saturated fats. So that's where that comes in with the coconut oil and the long chain triglycerides. So it's kind of having this two way action almost, it's working on that gut barrier. And then as you said, it's also increasing the absorption of those endotoxins and the LPS into the circulation, which can then have other effects on diseases and things like that. Yeah, and the other interesting thing was the um, cell membrane um, fragility that the long chain um, triglycerides cause and also omega-6 fatty acids yes, cause yeah. as well. So again, it came back to this, making sure that you have a diet high in omega-3 fatty acids, mm-hmm. um, omega-6 still being essential, but to a lesser degree. And omega-6 fatty acids are so abundant in our diet. We get them from um, our seed oils and basically we don't even need to worry about whether we're getting enough no. six fatty acids they're just so abundant they're there yeah so if we focus on making sure that we're getting enough omega-3 fatty acids and whether that's from our fish or um, other seafood and olive oil and all your nuts and seeds um, they're all really good sources of omega-3 fatty acids so focusing on those omega-3 rich foods to help with that cell membrane stability um, also helps with leaky gut and basically every chronic disease I can think of, whether it's diabetes or whether it's um, hypertension as well, um, even in depression, that cell membrane, if it's healthy, signaling um, and all the molecules that need to cross that cell membrane to have an action, no matter which disease state we're talking about, um, you know, the more fluid and healthy that cell membrane is, the better signaling, um, the better the health of the person. 
Yeah, and I think it's also important to mention this for L as well for anyone who's freaking out or may have been diagnosed with a leaky gut or been told they have a leaky gut by a healthcare practitioner. These facts aren't the only way that leaky gut occurs. It's usually kind of a chronic thing over a lifetime where we get a combination of various different factors feeding into kind of that development of a leaky gut that's then sustained as those dietary and lifestyle habits are sustained as well. So these, So for anyone that's kind of freaking out, it's not that these things are the sole cause, but it's just when we've got this going on and we've then got people having really high amounts of these fats, this is what starts to make the picture a bit worse. So as you said, Britt, it's really important we're focusing on the right type of fats and also thinking about fats in their kind of whole form from food. So having really good quality, full fat and pasture-fed dairy products, having um, the olives and the nuts and the seeds and all those things that contain the really important fats we need but they're in their whole form coming with fiber and other things like that where the gut's designed to break them down and process them rather than having this kind of concentrated hit that we wouldn't usually get in the diet or most people wouldn't have usually been exposed to um, and that's where we're starting to see those problems it seems. And that, that's actually another interesting point I read in one of the papers was that most people don't have the ability to digest coconut oil. They didn't grow up in a tropical climate where coconut products were freely available. So particularly for European um, type people or people that come from European descendant, descendants um, that, yeah, coconut oil wouldn't have been a part of their traditional diet and they may not even have the enzymes to break it down or the ability to recognise it and... Um, use it appropriately so that was another yeah another really interesting thing and yeah when yeah you such a good point syndrome, you know obviously there's so many micronutrients mm. as well that are important for healing the gut lining and vitamin a zinc um, are usually my two go-tos um, zinc carnosine is the um, one for healing mm. leaky gut in particular it has a high affinity for the gut but there's so many other nutrients as well it's so individual um, yeah. But, yeah, so it's not just fats. There are micronutrients um, that are important. Mm. Glutamine's another one as well, actually, which is an amino acid that's really good for um, healing the gut lining. So, yeah. Yeah. And amino acids in general, just making sure that you're getting good quality protein. Because if we think about leaky gut and what's kind of structurally going on, we've got that separation of the tight junctions and we've got substances able to pass through. So we want to think about building up and nourishing that lining and making sure the body's got all those little building blocks it needs to kind of repair. And then making sure also as well that if you've got leaky gut and you are maybe not going to be um, digesting certain vitamins and minerals and absorbing and your body's not going to be able to utilize yes. them as effectively, I, you're making sure you're accounting for absolutely. those as well, which I guess kind of comes back yeah, to working so with your to practitioner to, to, to making sure addressing that. springs to mind as well. If you've got that compromised um, gastrointestinal absorption, um, mm. that B12 is also going to be a significant issue. So, yeah, I think we've covered a lot of ground here um, in 10 minutes <laughs> and it probably sounds like I'm in the middle of a tropical rainforest mm -hmm. I'm literally yes. surrounded by yeah. trees and birds which is so nice and thank you thank you for holding fort in the clinic for me while I'm away oh so lovely <laughs>
no problem at all and I'll just say as well that if anyone does want to read a bit more about it we did put a blog together as I kind of mentioned in the blog it is quite um it's quite a beefy topic and we wanted to make sure that we were sharing information that was kind of new and interesting but it was also accessible for someone who didn't maybe have a scientific or kind of a biology style background um or nutritional background so for anyone that's kind of wanting an overview there's the blog there where we kind of explain a bit more in depth what we talked about here but we've also put a link to all the references we used and where we kind of sourced all of our research from so if you are a practitioner that's wanting to find out a little bit more about it or you're wanting to be able to kind of direct people to the research and um, jump onto Brittany's blog at whole food healing and yeah, it's perfect. just and all, all at the bottom of that blog well post and um, all the research is there for they you they want to know more about their gut function microba um microbiome test would be our go-to to see whether you do have have those LPS markers or other inflammatory markers that might point us to whether there is something going on inside your gut. Mm. Yeah, and it's such um, such a user-friendly, amazing report that you get back with Microba. The, um, the information you get is really, really awesome. So if someone suspects they've got some kind of gut dysfunction going on and they're really wanting to get to the root cause of it, I would, yeah, highly, oh, highly amazing. recommend and that the, one because the, the reports you've got back in clinic have been so amazing. and beneficial for you and yeah. potentially ones that you should avoid. Um, yeah, it's all research-based. So everything that they do is highly referenced. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's the most thorough gut test um, report that I've ever received. And if they don't know what a species that they find in your gut is, they basically give it a code. And then as they update and as they find out more about the microbiome, they then, um, you know, either name that species or they start linking research papers to it as more information becomes available. So it's not like you're just getting one report and that's it. Um, it's forever evolving. Yeah. So as they find out more about the microbiome and research expands, yeah, your report becomes more complete because there is only so much that we know at this current stage about the microbiome. So, Yes, yeah, just tip of, tip of the iceberg at the moment. But I think it's going to be really interesting to see where, where that research goes. And I think this is, the, you know, the coconut oil thing is a, is a great starting point to just remind us to come back and really look at these things we're kind of prescribing as like superfood, health foods, and be like, what do we actually know about how this reacts in the body? And is this right for everybody at this amount as well? Um, so just constantly yeah. reminding ourselves to go back to yeah, that research absolutely. and just right, keep learning <laughs> about all these amazing things. Yeah. <laughs> no coconut oil. <laughs> all right. No Thanks coconut oil. <laughs> Wow, there was so much that we went through and sorry if you couldn't quite follow along. Holly and I are both very fast speakers, but you can find the full lowdown on my blog, which is wholefoodhealing.com.au and we've got our full list of references there. So if you are a practitioner and you want to dive into the research further, you can do that um, by going to our references. And if you're a patient or a follower, you can read our blog where we've summarized um, all our findings. And of course, if gut health is something you want to work on, please feel free to reach out um, and ask us some questions and even book in a consultation. Um, we can certainly help you along um, your gut health and healing journey. So hope you enjoyed that episode. 
obviously all these conversations are very candid and based on our research findings and things that we're interested in at the time. So super informal, but hope you guys enjoyed it. And if you did, please leave a review on your favorite podcast review section. I'm totally new to this, so I'm not quite sure how you leave a review, but it would be very much appreciated if you would. Till next time. See you later.